In a world with way too many podcasts comes Jeff Talion and this guy, the podcast to end all podcasts. With some pieced together recording equipment, a couple loosely informed topics, and a coin, these three friends set out to forever change the next hour of your life. Jeff Talion and this guy is solely for entertainment purposes. Jess Farrick and Morgan are not professional researchers, investigators, or gynecologists. Not suitable for children. Hey, welcome back to another Jap Talion and this guy episode. I'm Morgan. I'm Joseph. And I am Eric. He's Eric. So we're three friends. We get together once a week sometimes and we flip a coin. We bullshit. We talk about stuff there. Not necessarily in that order. <laughs> Good enough. <laughs> well, works for Joseph. Word. Oh, man. Have I had one hell of a week? Tell us about your week. What kind Morgan. of week have you had, Morgan? No, I'll go week. last. I'll go last. Eric? Oh, we got our living room kind of put together. Okay. We did some painting on the 4th of July. On the fourth of July, yeah, I set a date. Wee, wee, wee. <laughs> we try to we try to live in a I'm void okay with it. of time and space. Can't help it if people can't get confused if they hear it's the fourth of July on a podcast and then they become f- confused about what day it is in yeah. their real life. They just start. I don't sh- have any control over that. They start shooting Roman candles out of their windows and shit. <laughs> I didn't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, we um we did some painting in the living room. A um a friend of mine that I hadn't talked to in a while. I went to uh, we went to college together. We were talking, and uh, she's like, "Hey, you need help painting?" I was like, "Yeah." So she came over. Oh no shit! Yeah, and helped paint. Oh, yeah. And um man, I just talked to her today. She thought she had a sty on her eye, and it ended up they think it might be a spider bite, but it's like all swollen. And they Fuck. had to put her on all kind of antibiotics and. <laughs> stuff she sent me a picture and i looked at it i'm like oh god i don't want to see that (laughs) look which is what i did with my toe to everybody (laughs) (laughs) you totally yeah he sent us pictures of his toe no no need for that yeah that shit was gross so other than that i watched a really good um limited series called devs on hulu and it touches on like the nature of reality and um, quantum computing and just some of the weirder aspects of um, of the quantum realm with what possibilities there are in us using that computing for things. It's got a lot of religious, um, or not religious so much as like sim- symbi- symbolism about like God, and they use Jesus' name quite a few times. It's a heady heady thing it's got like a lot of um layers to it i feel I like <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna rewatch it joseph i can't i couldn't help but keep thinking of you when i was watching it because it very much goes into like are we a simulation oh yeah yeah i like that topic but it was awesome man i recommend that to anybody who's just interested in killing a day how many episodes is it? Um, eight, I believe. They're about an hour long apiece. Jeez. I would kill a day. I would yeah. kill a day. I said kill a day. 
Is that all you got? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you know what I noticed? You know what I noticed? I noticed that Eric, um, you went by his house the other day too, didn't you, Joseph? Uh, Yeah. Uh, They painted their... um, Fuck you. I know where this is going. (laughs) They painted their living room. Yeah. They bought furniture. They bought a new rug. All of this was because... Eric had this uh, tapestry made of the dogs. Right. Did you see that tapestry hanging anywhere when you went by his house? <laughs> I, I noticed it wasn't up. Yeah. The way I wanted to rearrange, now the wall space is taken up by my huge TV. They got new lamps. They got fucking... <laughs> wow, what a manipulative prick. No. <laughs> it was inspired by the picture and believe me, Annie's been there every fucking decision of the way. <laughs> it is funny, It looks though. really good, though. It does, yeah, yeah, it looks really good. Oh, man. Joseph? Um, <laughs> I thought I thought Eric wasn't done. No, oh. I was done. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Right, good. Oh, okay. Sorry, Eric. Well, I ain't got much going on. I watched, I watched a movie called The Notebook. <laughs> <laughs> that's like a romance from the that's early a, 2000s maybe that's a really good movie have you guys seen this movie yeah i've never seen it but i've heard of it now i know oh you, man i you think haven't? annie read the book and really liked it mm-hmm. i think yeah it was kind of heavy i when it i is. got done because i wouldn't sit down and watch <laughs> this without the influence of like a female that i like occurring same yeah you know mm-hmm. and then after i got done i was like why did you make me watch that you know, because it was like an emotional roller coaster. It dude. was, yeah. I was like, why? Why, why would you put was. me through that? Can't we just watch like, you know, Devil's Rejects again? <laughs> Did you cry? We can cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I cried like maybe four times. Yeah, I know. It's a good ass. It's like an emotional movie. Yeah, and, and it's like getting like towards a point. At, towards the end of the movie, which I thought was the end of the movie, where I was like, okay, <laughs> they're going to wrap it up here. And then it kept going. I was like, fuck. <laughs> you know, and then I started crying. Yeah, something else happened. I started yeah. crying again. I was like, God, will they just stop, dude? Just put it to an end. <laughs> I, st- I get really uncomfortable crying around Annie still. I don't like doing oh, it. We've, I mean, Annie and I are, cl- we've been friends since fucking high school. Yeah. That's because but- she'll throw you out of the fucking house as soon as you shed a tear. You've shown any sign of weakness. <laughs> She'll be like, you're out of here. <laughs> you remember that movie Marley and Me about yeah. the dude's dog? I never saw it because I didn't want to cry like a baby, man. Oh, shit. Animals touch me. And uh, wow. Mm, wow. 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 Okay. Wait, that would only sting. be weird because you said it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not I touched them. They touched me. Yeah. <laughs> Please, Mr. Scribbles, don't. Put <laughs> <laughs> a little peanut butter on yourself. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying no. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Don't want this. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I saw the Notebook. It's a good movie. It's a yeah. really good movie. It was very emotional. I'm going to admit that I cried multiple times during the movie. There, I said it. Okay, we can all not talk about it anymore. What's okay. it about? Okay. Like overall, when's it's? What's the time setting it's period? About this. It's about this. Um, this dude and this woman he's in love with and she has dementia and so part of trying to like get her to come back to reality he has 
I think it was he wrote it or she wrote it. One of them wrote the their story of their how they met and fell in love and the whole process. Then he would read it to her, and oh, through that process, she would slowly come back to being like, "I seem to remember this," and like then they could be together again because she would get beyond her dementia, you know. And that was one of the really gut wrenching scenes for me is when she was back. And then like in a matter of like 30 seconds, she went right back to her dementia and didn't recognize him, was freaking out. Yeah. And they came in, like held her down and gave her like a shot of right. like meth or whatever they give you. In the, <laughs> yeah, that's what they give you. Home. Yeah, to put you to sleep, <laughs> calm you down. A little meth to chill you out. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was heavy. And yeah. it was beautiful. Like visually, it was really visually well done movie as well. It was. The cinematography was really good. There was a really good rain scene where Rachel McAdams was all fucking wet and dripping and they were yelling at each other and then they started making out. Okay. And it was, man, Rachel, McAd- Rachel McAdams is one of the hottest girls in fucking Hollywood. She's just, uh, mm. nice. All right. I heard somebody's stomach. Yeah, what was that? No, that was in my throat. Was was it really? Carbonation in my throat. Yeah, that's weird. I hope that picked up on the recording. Yeah, it's a weird sound. (laughs) It was like meow. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So my girlfriend made me watch it. Cool. We're Facebook official now. Yeah, we noticed. How do you feel about that? Uh, I was like, when I started hanging out with her, I was like, I'm giving it six months. She can't fake it for six months before I'm like be official about it. Uh huh. And I made it like a month. And then you were like, look, you need to make it official. Yeah. I was like, you need to make it official. <laughs> <laughs> I bullied her into it. <laughs> no, that's, that's she's a strong, independent a, woman. The strong, true beginning of a long-lasting relationship. <laughs> <laughs> so I got a girlfriend now. Hell Officially yeah. Officially got a girlfriend. That is That should have been number one on your weekly list stuff. Wow, what a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I hope she hears this. <laughs> she will definitely hear this. Nice. Is she a fan of the show? She is. She listens to the show. She listens to the show. By the shore playing with <laughs> seashells. Yes. <laughs> I think she said that uh, the Blue People was one of her favorite episodes so far. Nice. Oh, hell yeah. That, that was, was a good, good one. Nice. Hell yeah, it was. Listen to it. All yeah. right, I'm done. Oh, is it my turn? Hey Morgan, dude, I gotta, I gotta. Um, you better just, just blow us away with this. You built it up. <laughs> it's just one thing. I could probably branch off into a couple of things if I need to. So you guys know Brandy moved into a new house and stuff, and she's been going over there periodically to kind of set stuff up or look through stuff or whatever fuck she's doing. I don't even know, but um, she was on her way back to my house the other night, and there was some. Dude, <laughs> there was some guy in a truck. This shit trips me out. There was some guy in a truck that came hauling ass, you know, up on her tail and shit. And she drives in the fast lane because she drives a lot like me. So she can be in the fast lane. Like this, a sociopath. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this dude comes hauling ass up on her. And then he, like, went to go around her in the in the right lane next to her and stuff. And I guess he saw that she was a good-looking chick. And I don't know if you guys do this as much as I do, but I'm also the type of guy that sees a good-looking chick and I got to look. Women will tell you that they don't even make eye contact with men when they're driving or with other drivers because 
once you make eye contact, it's like fucking. It's you a know. date. Yeah, that's a date. <laughs> that is a date. <laughs> so, um, so this dude's like staring at her and shit, and he's like, "Hey, hey, girl, I'm not gonna pass you now or whatever the fuck." Oh uh, yeah, I don't know. Lost control of his fucking truck oh, and shit. ran off the road and wrecked. Oh, oh shit! Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that's street cred right there. Oh damn! Brandy's like, Brandy's like, I watched the whole thing. It was like slow motion watching this shit. The dude totally like lost fucking control and ran off the road and totaled his shit on the side of fucking seventy seven. Oh damn! It's like Brandy, like all. Feeling good about herself? Hell yeah, she was so <laughs> proud, dude. She told her mom. Her mom was like, "Oh, that's my girl," you know, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that is like a huge compliment for women. <laughs> I saw that they cinematically, like in slow motion. The dude's grinning at her, just like slowly going into the grass. That knowingly. was. <laughs> it's funny. That was a line in a song that I wrote like 15 years ago. Like her beauty causes car crashes. Yeah. That's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> but damn, I found her. Oh yeah. Anyway, that? that's sweet. Oh yeah. So that was, that was what I had from my week. I, I didn't really have a whole bunch of other shit. We busted our ass for a while. Took a slow week at work last week, but that's all that I had. I'm going to steal that line. I'm going to tell Annie that her booty causes car crashes. <laughs> now let me see that butthole, girl. <laughs> Just upset what? <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, today we're flipping a coin between Eric and Joseph. Right? <laughs> Not tossing salad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, that was, that was a salad. That was totally face. a salad tossing <laughs> face noise look. <laughs> do you do that when you go down there? You make that actual noise. <laughs> <laughs> Adds vibration to the. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, there's a coin toss between Eric and Joseph today. <laughs> I don't know who's gonna call it. I'm going to let Joseph call it. Oh, er- Joseph wants Eric to call it. We'll let Eric wow. call it then. Go ahead. Just you bitch. never call it. <laughs> yeah, I'll call it. Do it then. Coin Heads. It's tails. That would make it me. That's how it works, right? Boo. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. we can cut all that out and say, it's heads. Oh, poor Joseph. My topic is about the... <laughs> Is about the uh, one of those prediction things. You know how the Simpsons have their the prediction things <laughs> in the oh, Simpsons? Yeah, yeah. And Nostradamus. Yeah, mine's one of those things, one of those kind of prediction things. Oh, it's not yeah. the Simpsons. That's like beating a dead horse. We all know the Simpsons write history for us before it happens. <laughs> so it's but about one event example. of that or like a thing that keeps having... Uh, this is a 1990s card game. You remember back in the day, like Dungeons and Dragons and Car Wars and Magic all the those Gathering. Ma- Magic the Gathering would be one. Yeah, it's like one of those kind of games that had predictive qualities to it. Huh. Hmm. Okay. Nice. All right. Great. So when we come back, we're going to be talking about a card game that predicts the future. Sweet. Tarot readings. All right. We'll be back. Yeah! Die! 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 
Hey there, I'm Big Dick of Big Dick's Car Rental. I'm the biggest dick in the room. My balls hang so low that when your wife's mopping my floors, she polishes my balls. Oh yeah! Down here at Big Dick's Car Rental, we have a fleet of the most badass trucks, scary muscle cars, and screaming sports cars in the southeastern United States. Fuck yeah! Suffer and die, losers! Terrify your neighbors with the Inviscerator 666, a muscle car so evil it runs on human blood. Guaranteed to make children cry. Cry, babies. Say fuck you to the man with the cheetah FU, a sports car that is so fast you will die before you reach its top speed. The cops will never catch you because this baby can bend space and time. Demolish your boss's hybrid while his wife sucks you off by climbing into the cockpit of the Rhino, a monster truck inspired by the Killdozer and designed by the men that gave us the M1 Abrams tank. America rules! Fuck you and your fat wife! But these machines are not just sheer terror, they're also high tech. We teamed up with the alpha nerd, Elon Musk, to make these beast machines smart too. Dangerous. Tech that regulates your speed and control so you can check out the ladies without potentially losing control and totaling your shit. Or you can tailgate within inches of the beta drivers while strobing them with your weapons grade headlights. I will turn your skull into an ashtray. Our horns are deafening. Our exhausts are jet engines. Our lights are blinding. The terror is real. No one is safe. Here at Big Dick's Car Rental, we don't just rent bigger dicks. We rent dreams. So come on down to Big Dick's. We're at the intersection of Thunder Dick and Throat Punch. Or just call your mom's house. Fuck you, Nancy boy. Put that Barbie phone down and just scream. If we can't hear you, then you're not man enough for this shit. And we're back. Oh, God. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> crisp. <laughs> well, here we are, back from the commercial, or whatever. We just made a lot of jokes that y'all will never hear. <laughs> they were fucking like, they were great. You have to take our word for it. Oh, All right. So, <laughs> so who's talking now? Can I talk now? Oh, Joseph, you had a topic. <laughs> yeah. It was about I got a topic covering books and skin. Yes. Oh, wait, that was a couple weeks ago. Oh. I forgot doing that. This is uh, about that predictive thing that occurs, strangely enough, like with uh, social or with the Simpsons. There's those prediction things with you know Donald Trump coming down the steps and him running for president, and you know that kind of weird stuff. This is from the Independent, which is like a news source or whatever. Have you heard of it? Nice. Yeah. Okay. I don't know how reliable they are, and it doesn't matter to me. Okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> All right, this is titled The 1990s Card Game That Predicted 9-11, Donald Trump, COVID, and the Capitol Riot. Did it? Yeah, I guess. Shit. Sort of. As much as as much as much The Simpsons predicted stuff. Yeah. I think what it is, I, I get this theory that what that is, is that it's something that's kind of woven into the matrix, and so it just pops out in creativity every once in a while. Huh. Or that people can just like, you know, kind of read the room and get a feel for what's going on and be like, well, wouldn't that be strange if this happened? Yeah. And it's actually a possibility, you know? And so when it does happen, then it becomes... Yeah, some people say it's they put it out in the universe, so then it happened, or, yeah. you know, like there's... Yeah, people have different 
Yeah, some yeah. There's reasons some, for why they think that is. Yeah, that's a, like a um, a type of magic where you create the event and then it happens in reality. Yeah, magic. You know, there's. I mean, there's. I don't know if I wouldn't call that magic, but there is. If you focus your attention on on doing something, you're more likely to get that than if you're not yeah. focusing your attention on getting a result. You know, because yeah. your your mind is now bent towards it. Yeah, I would call it magic. You wouldn't call it magic. And Morgan, I've seen Morgan actually do that. It's like the willing thing, you know, like. Uh, yeah, where I you listened. would write down the the same thing over and over again, like 15 times or right. whatever. Yeah, because it was that when something's at the forefront of your brain, you're more likely to hear about it, see about it, right. think about it. Yeah, because yeah, most of most of what we do is ignore stuff. Most of the stuff we no shit. Most of the right. stuff we ignore, and we only focus on small things because we can't take in that much information yeah, at a time until well, we hit some crack. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, if you think about it, trauma is kind of in the same vein. Like people that have released energy from trauma using like EMDR or something like that. We'll talk about how their actions change, and it's because you're no longer viewing the world through this lens that you didn't even know you were viewing it through. Like if mm-hmm. you if trauma uh. if you have this stored trauma that you may not even be aware of, you're making decisions based on that without even being aware of it. It's kind of like that, but Morgan focuses and makes himself aware of stuff to focus his life in a certain direction. And not just Morgan, he's just the most professional at it (laughs) (laughs) that emdr stuff works yeah it may have worked for me that shit was good anyway joseph you had a topic yeah i have a topic all right i'll just read the topic then anyway i want you i want you all to look at this i know this includes visual information and i know that is difficult on a podcast but i want you all to see this i'll describe what i'm seeing it's a penis so what I'm looking at is Joseph's erect penis. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's a, one of the cards from this card game. Is it really? Yeah. It's called Terrorist Nuke, and it's a depiction, like a cartoon drawing of two tower buildings next to each other look, with an explosion I, about three quarters of the way up. I would presume, actually, they only show a little bit of the building, so... The road could be like very. It could be there. It could be way yeah. farther down. But it looks. It resembles the twin towers. It yeah. does. There's no plane, and it says nuke. So right. it's not you know. Right. Hundred percent. Debunked. Well, I'm just. I'm just using and the this, this yeah. other part of the card. <laughs> There's another part of the card. Well, it, yeah, because my screen's not big enough to show the whole thing. But that's just like the actions that occur with the card when you play it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Play this card. Get the Patriot Act. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty pretty spot on. (laughs) Create a war so you can harvest the uh, resources of other countries and make it look like it was, you know, the right thing to do. Was that too much? I don't know. No. All right. Uh, an out-of-print multiplayer card game that first appeared in 1994 is continuing to attract interest and unease online over its apparently eerie ability to predict major global events from 9-11 to the election of Donald Trump, the coronavirus pandemic, and the riot at the U.S. Capitol on the 6th of January Pan- this year. The pandemic, too? Mm-hmm. 
Damn. Illuminati, New World Order, it's the title of the game, was released by Steve Jackson <laughs> Games. Wow. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. A bit on the nose. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the game's called. Yeah, it Jesus. is weirdly on the nose. <laughs> Illuminati, New World Order, was released by Steve Jackson Games and cast the player as a puppet master pursuing world domination on behalf of the chosen mythic secret society, the game offering uh, the choice of these secret societies being um, the Barbarian Illuminati, uh, Discordian Society, the UFOs, the Servants of Cthulhu, the Bermuda <laughs> Triangle, and the Gnomes of Zurich. Oh, shit. The Gnomes of Zurich. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. If, I don't no, know if that's supposed to be... Gnomes. <laughs> I'm wondering if that's supposed to be uh, in place of choosing the Aryan nation or something. Yeah. I'm just glad that the word Jewish was nowhere in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, a lot of anti-Semitism gets thrown in with world-dominating conspiracy theories yeah, a lot of that's times. True. Yeah. Makes me highly uncomfortable, you know, <laughs> the anti-Semitism. <laughs> yeah, it makes me uncomfortable, too. Yeah, that was one of my breaking points with uh, one of those guys I used to listen to. Is he kept going like hammering on the Zions and stuff? And I was like, dude, if you just like wouldn't say this, like your whole reptilian thing is just fucking fascinating. But you keep going back to it, and it's really making it yeah. hard to keep following you on YouTube. Yeah, there is an issue with people taking all those, even the ones that seem outlandish to me, and tying it right back into the Jewish people. Yeah, I don't know why. Because right. they're anti-Semites. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why, yeah. The goal of Illuminati spun off from the same company's 1982 board game that was in turn inspired by the Illuminatus trilogy, which is uh, fantasy novels by Robert Shea and Robert Anton Wilson. It's to develop and consolidate power structures through which to rule the globe from the shadows on behalf of your chosen order, manipulating society and dealing out a apocalyptic blows to your opponents as you go wait before you scroll mm -hmm. what was the name of the company that released it steven jackson steve jackson games steve jackson games yeah what other games do they make uh car wars i remember that one when i was a kid car wars yeah that I've was like a i've never heard of car that wars. was like a futuristic game with uh you know with dice for the random part uh where you would design and build these cars with like armor and guns and fight them against each other. I'm pretty sure that was a Steve Jackson games. Little off thing. topic, but in the same vein, I think the CIA used to, um, I think it was the CIA. I know the U S did. There's a, there's a movie about it called, um, the men who stared at goats. Yeah. I've looked heard of into movie. ESP controlling things with your mind. And I think they found that people could alter random number generators by thought. So it makes me wonder if there really is random occurrence or if people can make random occurrences less random by focusing their thought on them. Well, is was that movie like based on real events? Yeah. Yeah, the we we looked into ESP as a military tactic. Wow. Oh yeah, that's that's I don't know that's if now I want to see the I don't movie. know if the actual events of that movie were real, but it's based on a thing that we di we did if we don't still do. I see I don't like George Clooney, so I didn't watch it. That cuck. <laughs> <laughs> why, why don't you like George Clooney? Um same reason I don't like uh Angelina Jolie. Banged I your mom? Mhm. Mm <laughs> 
sorry. <laughs> Why? I won't talk about it on the show. Oh, I just don't like okay. him. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Now I'm intrigued even more. I don't think yeah. he's a good actor either. So, there. I said it. Take that, ladies. I, fuck George Clooney. Wow. I don't think he I f- can continue working with you anymore, Morgan. He fucked up <laughs> Batman. <laughs> Is it, did they give him nipples? Was he the one with the nipples? I think he was. I think he was too, yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? They he put played- nipples on the bat suit. Oh, really? Yeah, this is back in the 90s. I think it was Clooney's Batman. I didn't really care for him as Bruce Wayne or Batman. I, he, you know, sucked. Bruce Wayne opinion. and Batman are the same guy. Mm, Bruce Wayne is Bruce Wayne and Batman is Batman. Like, I like, oh, okay, we're getting on this tangent. So I like Ben <laughs> Affleck. I like Ben Affleck playing the character of Bruce Wayne, yeah. but I like Christian Bale playing the character of Batman. Do you like Christian Bale playing the character of Bruce Wayne? No, not as much as I like Ben Affleck because Ben Affleck has that rich playboy fucking douchebag persona. I like I like Ben Affleck as both. Oh, Especially really? You like older him as Batman? Batman? I liked him as the older Batman. Oh, from uh, the one that just came out, the uh, Snyder cut. Yeah, thing? where he's yeah. more like I can see him more as like the broken down one. Okay, you know, I hadn't by looked the, at it like that. Yeah, by the last Batman in the Christian Bale series, he was basically just like a trope of himself with his Batman voice. Yeah. Where are the other dogs going? This voice is fucking awful, man. I watched that movie again the other day. Uh-huh. It's just awful. <laughs> okay, Joseph's got a topic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a topic. All right, <laughs> Steve Steve Jackson Games. Yeah, got it. The Illuminati all through your body. That's right. Blows like a 12-gauge shoddy. That card is interesting with the two towers thing because that's a conspiracy theory that people have had about it is that it was a false flag for world-dominating behind-the-scenes people of the New World Order because that W. Bush, his father was the one that said the phrase New World Order, which a lot of people tied to him being a part of the New World Order because there was already a conspiracy theory about a New World Order. And then the first Bush said the phrase, Mm -hmm. we're creating a New World Order, which got tied in with 9-11. I'm not saying this is real, but I've followed conspiracy theories out of curiosity and... It is interesting that it's in a game about that very thing. Well, parts of it are real. Bush did say that. Those right. towers were there, and now they're not. Yes, yes, yes. I'm just saying the the ties that... It's an interesting set of coincidences. That's what I think. Cool. Great. All right, so we're done. All right. That's our show. <laughs> While the game's preoccupation with globalist deep state conspiracy themes was clearly wildly ahead of its time, anticipating our bamboozled, boggle-brained era of fictional election-rigging claims, QAnon, anti-vaxxers, 5G paranoia, and seething app-based nonsense cauldrons like Telegram. I don't know what Telegram is. It's the 2000 AD tarot-style illustrations on the cards themselves that are the real source of fascination. I also found that interesting that they kind of resemble tarot cards. Telegram, like the the app that people use? To- uh, yeah, I guess. App-based nonsense cauldrons like Telegram. Is that an app? It's an app, yeah. It's like uh, the WhatsApp we use, Telegram. 
Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Illuminati's terrorist nuke card, for instance, shows an explosion midway up a skyscraper in a scene that looks undeniably like the attack on the Twin Towers of the World Trade Center in New York City on September 11th, 2001. For those who don't remember that day, I guess. We all kind of remember it. One depicts a bomb blast at the Pentagon. The next shows barbed wire fencing around the White House, shielding the president from civil unrest. Uh, a scene realized last summer during the Black Lives Matter demonstrations in Lafayette Square. Oh, shit, I forgot about that. Yeah. Not the Black Lives Matter, but the president fucking hiding out. A barbed wire fence around an important political building, though. I don't know. Or that image is not necessarily that uh, mind-blowing that someone would put on a card just generically, right? Yeah, it yeah. The the plant the building with the bomb blast, that one has more of a like a ring of like, oh my god, that looks just like it. But it does, yeah. Putting barbed wire around the collapsing government's building is like what you do to keep people out. Yeah, that's what you do when your government's fucked up. Yeah, yeah. When your and government and economy like, hey, are collapsing. This is fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, that's you like have what to put barbed wire around your building. Any third world nation, you can go there right now and they've got an important building with barbed wire around it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did y'all hear that dude got assassinated? The uh Haitian president wasn't? What? Baby dog? I did of not Haiti? hear that. Was it of Haiti? <laughs> yeah, it was recently. If he was the Haitian president, it was probably Haiti. I don't <laughs> <laughs> Was it in Haiti though? Sometimes those presidents like live in other countries, which is really weird. It's like bad, uh, bad leadership. Yeah. Updates on the assassination of Haitian president. Yeah, it was a yeah. couple days ago. Oh shit! Did Sorry. we do that? I don't know. I haven't looked into the stories. I guess you'd have to know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, why uh, we do that? We, we we do, do stuff. Do yeah. that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Other people do it too. Yeah. Could be anybody. I'm I'm looking at Poland. Looking at you, Poland. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Speaking of Mr. Trump, there's even a charismatic leader card that features a blonde-haired demagogue addressing a crowd of adoring supporters and a seemingly uncanny forecast of the reality TV businessman's rise to power. Amusing given that he was a bankrupt Atlantic, Atlantic City impresario at the time of the game's launch. With very little prospect of, you know, ever being taken seriously again. So, let's see. Here. See, that's a charismatic leader card. Yeah. yeah I would be more convinced if the crowd all had red hats on. Yeah. Or he uh, had, like, more of orange hair or, yeah, because that... That hair doesn't even look like his. That's just... Yeah. That's, any, that's any white guy right there. Which is a good guess if you're going to go for a demagogue. <laughs> it's going to be... Yeah. In our society, it's going to be a white dude. Yeah, yeah, that's a good guess. I when I see a red baseball hat, my mind goes that dude's a fascist or a gal. That guy or gal is a fascist, regardless of any other details about that person. That's how they trained me. That's how I got trained over the past four years yeah. is to view that like that. That's too bad, man. Red Sox have red hats, and well, the Cincinnati Reds. Yeah, it was intended for that purpose. The bright, bold yeah, red it's, it's marketing. with the white writing. Yeah, it was intended for that reason. Like the Nazis did the brown shirt thing, yeah. you know. Or the black shirts if you were in um, England. Yeah, right. Speaking of Nazis, just even though we've talked about them a few times, or anti-Semites, it just keeps popping in my head. We're, I was on Facebook the other day, and this person that we know, 
um, Joseph and I know, like had a picture of her and this guy that she's seeing. They were on a boat. Did you see this? And he had like, he had a swastika tattoo on his fucking pec muscle. Like it looked like, wow. I mean, and it was, she's like, I'm so happy hanging out with this guy. And I'm like, (laughs) and somebody, somebody said something and they're like, I'm just looking at the half a tattoo that I can see and wondering why. And and I commented on his and I was like, yeah, right. Like what the fuck? Wow. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And I know the guy, I know him. I didn't know he had that tattoo, but I know him from like smoking crack. Uh, I haven't seen, I haven't seen the picture yet, but I've, I've run into people She may have taken it down now, but. I run into people like that in the rooms. They come in trying to get clean, like fresh out the joint, you know, and they'll have like a swastika tattooed on their arm. I'm like, dude, I'm not saying you can't get down like that. But you might want to wear like a T-shirt or something over that when you come in here, you know, Yeah. so that you can more easily obtain the message and the help that you may want or need. Yeah. Because that's going to set people off. I just found it like. Yeah. Yeah. For good reason. Right. Yeah. I saw I just I saw the tattoo on this guy's chest and I was just like, really? Who does that? Uh, Aryan Brotherhood. Yeah, I know, yeah. but God almighty, <laughs> what the fuck? And what's funny is fucking Hitler would have had someone with a drug problem fucking dead. He didn't He didn't want that shit. Like the people, <laughs> the people who worship Hitler are ones that he probably would have gassed. Yeah. It, yeah. He, yeah. He wanted an, a s- supreme army. He didn't want. A bunch of meth addicts. A bunch of meth addicts. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Anyways. Sorry, Joseph. You were talking about cards. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. There's a Hillary Clinton card in the deck and a tree-hugging Al Gore card. (laughs) At the time the game was put out, you know, uh, Hillary was first lady. Al Gore was vice president. (laughs) Uh, there's an Iraqi dictator, Saddam Hussein, makes an appearance. There is a particularly gruesome card anticipating the advent of militant political correctness, now a regular bugbear of Fox News, which portrays two hanged men holding signs announcing their crimes. Quote, used in sensitive pronoun, and the other one says, quote, ate flesh of dead animals. Used wow. in sensitive pronoun. Wow, that, that's, that's pretty spot on for today. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was a good one. Yeah, that one. That is a thing uh, people get upset about today. Yeah, and they will symbolically hang you for it. What you did get, you? You get like lynched essentially in social media for that. Yeah. What did you say that Fox News calls it a bugbear or something? It's a regular bugbear of Fox News. What's a a bugbear bug is like a term of like. Annoyance, uh, scary monster, or something. I think. I think that's correct. Do you? Do you? Have you heard the expression never, "bugbear"? No, I've never heard it. But yeah, I took it in the way you used it. I took it to mean like it's a common theme that they discuss ire about. Yeah, and they're they like yeah, this is something to be scared of. All right, there's a March on Washington card. Uh, there's one for market manipulation, instigating a deliberate Wall Street crash, and even a plague of demons descending on DC to set the Q hearts racing. Oh, there you go. The Q hearts. <laughs> yeah. The Q hearts. He's talking about QAnon. Oh. To get, you know. See, the language of this article is making me think the game has more in it than what there probably is. 
Because you're reading something someone wrote about yeah. it, but when you said Q, I wasn't sure if that was actually if that was actually in the game somewhere. Like they had a big letter Q, I would have been blown away. <laughs> but that's just this guy's. Yeah, he's just poking. You yeah, know, poking fun at. The, yeah, he's yeah. not overly serious on this topic. He's just. Yeah. Noticing how. Okay. You know, because conspiracy theories are fun. You Thank don't have to you. fucking. Oh, yeah. You don't have to make a fucking issue with them, right? You don't have to turn them into a fucking weapon. Yeah, you don't. Ha- yeah, you don't have to. But they're yeah, more and more being used as that. All right, Illuminati has long since been discontinued and become has become a collector's item. Uh, unsealed decks are sold on Amazon for almost two thousand dollars. Jesus, I know. I because when I start first found this, I was like, "Fuck, I want to check." And I went on Amazon uh, to look it up. I so, was like, "I want that game so I can play it with somebody." So I just assumed that you had the game, and I was going to say that'd be a great way to make some money. Throw that bitch on Amazon, and <laughs> damn, wow. So you don't have it. I don't have the game. Okay. In addition to the game's artwork, a further source of intrigue is the fact that the Secret Service raided the offices of Steve Jackson Games in Austin, Texas, on the 1st of what? March, 1990, and confiscated hard drives, documents, and some of which pertain to this particular game. Is that true? That is true. Who, who raided them? The Secret Service. Son of a bitch. There's a reason why they raided them. Yeah. Well, it's supposed to be tied to protecting the president i mean that's their purpose right yeah i believe that's secret services yeah directive or whatever i would have thought the cia would have raided them personally after this like next stuff that i read you know uh while conspiracy theorists believe this represented the feds moving in to hastily hush up the illuminati and stop the developers or revealing the existence of its secret societies to the wide world it's just it's untrue the dude points out right here right here he says which is what i was thinking why would you choose to make that information public in a board game form rather than just say it in a pref- press conference? Yeah. Why not just get a bunch of people together and be like, I got an announcement and say it. So uh, one of the company's employees, Lloyd Blankenship, was also a hacker who served as the system operator for a messaging board that published a stolen set of files detailing how America's 911 emergency response systems work, a fact that the Secret Service had been tipped off to and granted a search warrant to investigate. Mm. So that's supposedly why they searched him, because mm. that dude had... But like you said, they usually just fuck with president stuff. I don't know. We'll never know, will we? Yeah, I would like, think that, that seems would be like more a, FBI or something like yeah, that. Yeah, because that seems like a more of a security of the of the country type stuff. Right. You know, if you could hack the 911 system. Who was the president that would be at the, the time FBI. that they did that? Clinton or Bush? Would they say 1990? That was when Bush got Bush, elected. Well, he got elected in 88, but yeah. Huh. That's funny because he's the New World Order guy. He's the guy that literally said we're creating a New World Order. And here's the Hillary Clinton card. It's called Hillary Clinton. So, I mean, it obviously yeah. looks like Hillary Clinton, but it looks like she has like a whip in her hand, doesn't it? She's got or that. Or a noose. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's got a knot. Yeah. Like a noose almost, or a necktie, but it's a, or, it would be yeah, a weird like necktie. A not. Or like a leash, you know, wrapped around her oh, hand. Oh, maybe a leash, yeah. <laughs> what does it say at the bottom of the card? Gives plus two to any attempt to control Bill Clinton, Congress, congressional wives, or Democrats. Plus six to take direct control of any of these groups. Don't know what that means because I haven't played the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, speaking to Vice News about this, his old boss, uh, Lloyd Blankenship, uh, said, 
Steve is a huge fan. Steve Jackson. Jackson. Yeah, I almost said Jobs. <laughs> Steve is a huge fan of conspiracy theories. Not that he believes in them, as far as I could tell in the five years of working with him. Rather, he is immensely entertained by them. I don't know. I think he believes in them. The site also spoke to illustrator John, uh, I'm going to butcher this name, Grigny. Looks like it's Eastern European or something. John Grigny. It did not sound uh, like butchering. <laughs> but look how it's spelled. G-R-I-G-N-I. Yeah, I would have went with Grigny, though. I Grigny? think that's a good choice. Okay. It's probably dead wrong. We have confirmation. <laughs> the site also spoke to illustrator John Grigny about the prophetic imagery he drew for the series. Mr. Grigny admitted the coincidences, but said that the likes of the terrorist nuke card were inspired by anxiety about the threat potentially still possessed or posed by post-Soviet Russia. You know, because you remember after the Soviet Union went down, a bunch of nukes went missing. Yeah. And everybody was like, who's got these things? And we, you know, we were all envisioning that, you know, it could be like some super rich dude lives in a volcano and you're going to have to send in James Bond to handle it or whatever, <laughs> you know? <laughs> that's I mean that's what we were thinking right I don't know if y'all were thinking that I, w I was a child <laughs> okay yeah I don't, I don't remember it as I was saying it I was like oh wait yeah when did it fall it's like early 90s 88 89 yeah 88 89 yeah I was yeah. like seven or six <laughs> all right Grigny explains uh terrorism was heating up as the headline seller without an with an ever-present uh, threat of nuclear annihilation, uh, we were still looking at Hamas and Palestine as the likely culprits for such acts. Art direction-wise, frankly, a nuke just wouldn't blow up one building. Even a tactical nuke would do damage to a much larger scale. So I think that makes it a little more like a, like it's just misnamed, but more predictive in my yeah. mind. The nuke handgun in um, Fallout does more damage than that. And why would you create a nuke handgun? <laughs> God, nuke handgun. Yeah, and Fallout. I have not seen that. I've not yeah, run across you that. You didn't. The it's which like, one's that in? Four. Um, maybe it might have been three, four or three. Yeah, it's like a small fat Mac, fat boy or whatever they call them. But it's like a yeah. handgun size one. <laughs> it's like you basically. <laughs> why would the the joke was like you if you have to use this, you're fucked. Yeah. yeah. Is that the one that makes like a mushroom cloud looking thing when it explodes? Yeah, I think so. I Man, killed I like a that death, game was so death, cool. Death claw with it. It's the one with the have you ran across the queen death claw that's like No. I mean just the size of buildings. Is like, that the one so huge? Is that in uh Fallout Vegas? I don't think so. I don't know, man. My memory's that, fucked. That section in the desert. Of Fallout Vegas, and when you go over there, you just get murdered by death claws. Like they're all over the fucking Probably, place. Probably, but yeah, because in the middle of all them, and like some rock quarry or something, is just this massive death claw that I only even almost killed because it glitched <laughs> and got stuck in something. But all the other death claws around me got me. <laughs> oh, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, it was like yeah, I don't know who defeated that thing. That was a fun tangent. <laughs> Dude, that game was so much fun. I wish they hadn't have ruined it. I, w I would like it if they would resurrect it. 
back to what it was. Steve Jackson himself also addressed the game's origins, telling Dragon Magazine in the mid-1980s that his intention was primarily satirical and that he hoped to keep the tone tongue-in-cheek rather than serious. He explained that the original concept arose from a conversation with cover artist Dave Martin in September 81 about their mutual administration for the Shea and Wilson novels. Here's the here's a I don't know who that is. What are the uh, Shea and Wilson wrote the Illuminati trilogy? Anton Wilson and um, Robert Shea, Robert Anton Wilson, Robert Shea. Is that a and that's fiction they, or nonfiction? It's like science fiction. That okay. that's what they based the game on. Were, were those novels? And this is the pandemic one. I don't, want to I don't read know those that, novels. I don't know that this predicts COVID. I don't see that it does. No, any epidemic you're going to quarantine. And yeah. It, yeah, and you're going to yeah. have like a pile of dead bodies. Had it been like a picture that looked similar to the to the coronavirus. Right. Oh, yeah, the if they had an of image it. of the virus yeah. on there. Yeah. Or like in The Simpsons, I think there was like, there were killer. Remember, we had those um, those bees that were supposed to Oh, the, the hornets, the, too. Death the hornets, hornets or that something looked like angry. Murder yeah. hornets. Yes, murder, murder hornets. hornets. That's right. In The Simpsons, there was like a case of bees or some shit, a truck that said bees on it. Some, somehow bees were involved, but someone in China that was packaging something had coughed into the box, and when they opened it, this virus came floating out of it. That, to me, was like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, because he coughed. In China. In China. Packaged it in a box, and it came to us. In the same episode, they were trying to kill these, like, basically murder hornets. It's like, what the fuck? The Simpsons. Hi, <laughs> Pocket. Joseph, you got one? What's an old one? By Menon. <laughs> uh, Mr. Jackson goes on to say, even aside from the question of buying game rights to a novel, there was the subject matter of uh, uh, game no. rights. Game. <laughs> game rights. <laughs> y'all, y'all like uh, started talking and I was like, I've totally lost track of what that thought process was there. Uh, sorry. I'm sorry, Steve Jackson. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that was good. <laughs> he was saying they explained that the original concept arose from a conversation with Dave, cover artist Dave Martin on September 81 about the books. mutual administration for Shea and Wilson novels. Even aside from the question of buying game rights to a novel, always an involved and expensive process, there was the subject matter, Mr. Jackson recalled. And then it says, giant golden dope smuggling submarines, talking dolphins, anarchistic midgets, the holy man under, underneath Delhi Plaza, the Delhi Lama, of course, <laughs> dozens of secret organizations <laughs> with obscene acronyms, and a final deuce ek machina in the form of a real live and horny goddess. Even if you could figure out who was on whose side and... um. I don't know. That was like a very confusing paragraph. I was looking at it. I was like, what the fuck's that mean? Mm. It wasn't confusing when I read it before, but now it's confusing. It's because we're in this room. This room does something to our brain waves. <laughs> it makes us dumber. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. AFT stairs. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what could this code be? <laughs> Mr. Jackson explained that he carried out extensive research into cults and conspiracy theories and observed it's possible to get deadly serious about the idea of conspiracies and assassinations. I didn't want that. Among all material I'd read, the articles with the really wacky theories, even if they were presented totally seriously, were the most fun to read. Logically, then, a wacky game should be more fun to play. He's, you know, just having fun with it. He's not trying to predict the future. As much as possible, I wanted to retain the flavor of the conspiracy material I'd been reading. That's why groups like South American Nazis, the Cattle Mutilators, the Floridinators... The communists, the oil companies, and the United Nations are all in there. Perhaps the clearest insight into Illuminati's alleged soothsaying properties comes from Mr. Blankenship, who told Vice, It's pretty much like any psychic. Say that a Middle Eastern leader will be killed next year, and you have a decent chance of getting it right. Right. Fucking Blankenship. Well, in some of these, I see that. Like yeah, the barbed-wired kinda... fence around the White House. That could yeah. happen. I mean... That's it, actually not... A, I think that happened during the Civil Rights Movement. Yeah. It's not that uncommon of a thing. Or specific, I guess, is the word. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. like a guy in a fucking fur vest with horn antlers on. <laughs> yeah. 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 If they had like the, yeah. the QAnon shaman <laughs> yeah. on that card, yeah, that would have made a big difference. I Just love... Just like the, the Trump card, if they'd had like all those dudes had been out there in like red baseball hats waving flags around would have meant more to me. Anyway, that's what I have. Oh, that's it? Yeah, that's it. Word. Wow. Wow. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm chairing this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but fucking uh, doodling I'm fucking, away. yeah, drawing circles and triangles and shit. You're like drawing crop circles today, it looks like. <laughs> I think the best thing I got out of this is I like conspiracy theories, too. I'm going to check out that Illuminati series. You said it was a series, right? Yeah, the Illuminati trilogy. Dude, I got into books um, that were like, remember the, uh, was it Dan Brown books that were like about the Illuminati and stuff? It was uh, early 2000s, maybe. There's a series of um, fiction books that were based in like secret coded meanings in the bible and stuff it was it was the one to propose and this is fiction okay that like yeah um the they made the movie about it yeah the da vinci code yeah Yeah, the da Da vinci Vinci code Code. that was one of them like to propose that jesus it was about the bloodline of jesus not like a cup he drank from right yeah i got really into books like that for a while it was just cool stuff or like the one where uh nick cage like Tries to find the message on the back of the Constitution. Good. Steal the Declaration of Independence. Was that Nick Cage? Nicholas Cage. Yeah, he had to steal the Declaration of Independence and fucking put lemon juice on the back of it to find the yeah. map. Yeah, yeah. That was all like national treasure. That was all fucking Illuminati stuff, too. Yeah. yeah stuff like, like that. Busted in there like Ghost Rider and then he had to like transform back to his human form <laughs> so he didn't set the thing on fire. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> 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 Flame on <laughs> Morgan's the doodler Jesus what is that I'm, I'm over here I'm no, like no, listening I thought you guys were ago. still going No I'm listening It's uh <laughs> 
we got more time to chat. We can keep chatting. Yeah. Um, Do we? I mean, I we're, so. we're, we're at an hour, but we got like 45 minutes to cut out. <laughs> you mean like <laughs> everything I said? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So another fun thing kind of like that that I do not take seriously at all, and I haven't read the books, but I'd like to, is that um, the super Christian child star made a um, – What the there was a fuck? TV, Kirk Cameron? Kirk Cameron. There was a TV series, Left Behind. That has always intrigued me, probably because I was brought up in a fundamentalist church that taught us that no matter what we did, we were going to suffer an awful end. Were <laughs> but, you? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that, yeah. or I don't. Remember. I didn't. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know you were brought up with a religion, like yeah. a particular, like the, yeah. like Pentecost or Southern I thought it was Baptist. just like a, an Baptist. occasional yeah. thing yeah. that occurred yeah. in your life. You're awful and horrible, and the only thing good about you is that you just make a statement. You mean because I didn't remember that about you? No, I'm like, saying that's what I was saying. taught. Oh, <laughs> yeah. God. I was like, God the damn, only dude. thing that can save you. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I was really damn lashed Joseph. out at you. Damn Joseph. You're the worst person I've ever met. I hope you die. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was. But that's always intrigued me. Is that um the apocalyptic prophecies that. Mainly, people have embellished on a you know a, a beautiful writing, but that stuff, yeah, Illuminati, yeah. all that kind of ties in with that apocalyptic stuff. It does, yeah. Illuminati's kind of tied to the major religions. Yeah, so I love fiction works about that, but you know when people try and like bring the problem with prophecies is people try to bring them into life by creating some of the awful things that may be in prophecies. That makes sense. Fuck. Yeah, I've, yeah. Heard, I've heard that about the you know the the description of the end times is that it's not like a warning, but it's more of a um, guidebook. Uh, yeah, like a guidebook. This is what you need to do. You need to you know break up the planet into what is it uh, three different continents or something like that, three different countries. Uh, you need to like put like one language across the whole place. You need to make sure everybody has like a mark on them. Right, right. They you need to do so all they stuff. want right to make the end happen, which is kind of weird. Yeah, to create the end, it's like a giant, a, a really long magic spell you have to do that goes right. over generations. Which is kind of weird because a lot of people that are real pro-Israel, I feel like they're pro-Israel because they believe that that's a way to bring about the end of the world because it's a part of like mm-hmm. the Jewish state needs to be a state because of something that was written in the Bible about it. Because we need to end the world. So yeah, that there it's almost like, I'm going to be your friend so we can both die together. <laughs> it's like this, <laughs> it's kind of a weird thing to me, but um, I'm not trying to offend anybody. I'm just saying things that are funny to me. A lot yeah. of people believe very strongly in these things. So if you do, that's okay that you do that. And if you know how to do an email, send us an email about it. You're Catholic? Yeah. Y'all don't get down the way the Baptist Church does with end times promise. Dude, they... <laughs> nah, nah, I don't know yeah. what's going Fire and brimstone yeah. is yeah. a lot different than what we do in the yeah. Catholic Church. Yeah. There's a lot of fire and brimstone yeah. as well. They don't... I don't know. It, yeah. Anyways, I'm not trying to poke fun at anybody. I just find things funny. Yeah, I don't know if that's poking fun. I just yeah. that's your experience with it. That's what the I've, way I perceived it. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Okay. that was a theory I've heard about it. That yeah. it's like a 
conscious effort of a group of people to do these things and make yeah. these things happen. And these are like people, you know, yeah. almost like an Illuminati or a, a cabal or whatever, yeah. like a organ, organized behind the scenes yeah. conspiracy, conspiracy in well, secret and illegal activities. A lot of them, it's not behind the scenes. I mean, they're pretty straight up with it. They want to bring about end times. Yeah. I mean, you want to, you want Jesus to come again. So why would that be something they would want to hide behind the scenes? The awful stuff is just something you got to go through to get to the good thing. As I imagine the way they're looking oh, at it, yeah, it's you got to break thing. some eggs if you want to make a Jesus omelet. <laughs> you gotta, <laughs> wow! I saw this film of a guy that was dressed as a gay Jesus going on the corner where people were like, um, uh, it was protesting. like protesting, and it was like they were very religious. So this like disco, like platform shoe wearing Jesus shows up and is like dancing around all these people, and I could not wow. imagine how fucking offended they were. Wow. They, they were probably extremely offended. But that fits into the end time stuff, doesn't it? What false prophets and that kind of shit. Oh, the Isn't platform shoes wearing Jesus? That would be a false prophet, I don't it? think he was claiming to be Jesus. I think he was mocking them. I feel like that would also fit in, too. I don't know. Mocking our Lord and Savior. I'm uncomfortable with where this has taken us. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, we're not going to do heavy political stuff. Can we have a, <laughs> can we have a different ending? Yeah, <laughs> we can. Take 45. You guys ever been interested in fisting grannies? <laughs> no. Okay. Morgan? Uh, yeah. You have? Mm. So have a good evening. Have a good morning. Or whatever time of the day it is. <laughs> Please, Mr. Scribbles, don't. <laughs>